we cannot build wealth by trading our time for money. And so we have to have that money work for us. Why not invest in some of these bigger companies that's going to be around? We don't have to be the one to come up with the next idea for that company. Go ahead. They got it. They got teams of engineers and developers and things like that. So we don't have to stress about it. We can let our money work for us within those companies because it is their responsibility to keep that company afloat so that the economy can be afloat, especially when we're talking about a company as big as Apple. EC Nation, welcome back to another episode of Embezzling Creativity. Embezzling Creativity. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. I am your host, and I am also the founder of Dom Digital Media, where we connect business owners with their ideal clients through the use of videos and video podcasts. And I go by the name of Dom Witherspoon. You're Dom! If this is your first time here, Embezzling Creativity is the place where all the ones come to congregate. It's where we turn obstacles into opportunities. It's where we share information that help one another to build our business, our mindset, and our wealth. And this episode is no different, where we're going to talk about the importance of auditing your time. Stick around. All right, so look, I'm going to get straight to it. I think that we should be auditing our time in the same way that we audit our money, right? And, you know, some of us probably don't even audit our money, but we should also audit our money. And so when I talk about auditing our time, what I'm really talking about is actually seeing what we're doing, what we're actually spending, what we're spending our time on throughout the day. And I emphasize spending because that is something that we cannot get back. And so it's even more valuable than monetary gains our time because you know we spend time learning we spend time doing we spend time being and our experiences our knowledge obtained the places that we've gone those are things that cannot be taken away from us those are things that we cannot lose unless of course we lose our memory but that's a whole different type of ball game you understand what i'm saying and so i want to challenge you all Myself included, because when I put out these different episodes of the pod and when I challenge us in these different types of ways, it's really me challenging myself. It's really me versus me. It's really me talking to me right now. It's really me talking to my brother. It's really me talking to my sister. Because I would want for them to be able to participate in this back and forth that I have on the Embezzling Creativity podcast. And so during this auditing of one's time, you know, look at exactly what you're spending your time on. For like the past month, how have you been spending your days? And in a way that you've been spending your days, is it conducive to who you want to be in the future? Because really, when we talk about auditing our time and what we're doing, we really should be working from the end goal back up until this present moment. So from the future to who we are now. And that is the case so we can actually make sure that we are doing the things that's actually going to get us towards those goals and towards those dreams and towards that vision. You understand what I'm saying? 
And so ordering our time is so important so we can make sure that we're not spending too much time consuming YouTube content. So we can make sure that we're not spending a lot of time on any of these streaming apps, right? Mindlessly scrolling, participating, actively participating in the distraction that was placed before us to keep us from moving forward. And so ordering our time is so important because we need to be sure that we're actually getting to the things that we need to be getting to. And I want to also make sure that we're not sitting there running in place, that we don't have a bunch of tasks and a bunch of agendas that we would like to get to. And then we're not getting to it or the things that we are getting to. It's not as important in the grand scheme of things. And, you know, admittedly, I struggle with this myself. I've noticed this within myself. I've tried to change this within myself, but sometimes I fall back to old habits and old patterns. And what I'm talking about is setting up your agendas list and even knocking some of those things off, right? Really getting to it, locking in and and getting to what's on that list because we know that list was derived from what we wanted to create or what we want to create in the future. And so getting this list done, is to help us to get towards that future, right? It's these small steps that's going to add up to the bigger steps. It's going to add up to the bigger goal. If we're doing all these different things and knocking them out, and yet we don't feel as if we're moving forward, as if we're actually progressing in what it is that we're doing, it might just be because the things that we are doing is more busy work and less prioritized work. And so that's when the challenge comes in. That's what we need to do. We need to audit our time to make sure we're spending time on the things that's most important. And by extension, that means we have to prioritize what actually needs to be done. So having a list of 10 things, is not going to cut it. Maybe get to the top two or the top three of those. Because a lot of times what we will find, and even what I found in myself, is that we will have that list and we'll get to that list and we'll spend our time knocking the things out on that list but it doesn't matter in the grand scheme because we didn't prioritize the list. We didn't go for the top two or the top three things that was actually going to move the needle forward and actually get us closer to what our goals are. Instead, we took the time to do the other stuff because those other things are probably most likely easier to get to, easier to get through. Doesn't require as much of um, mental power or even physical power. But we know that if we were to get to the top three things and actually eat the toad first thing, that'll be what moves us forward. That would be what keeps us feeling as if we are actually doing something because we got to trust the process and enjoy the journey along the way. Hey, what up fam? I need you to do your part by hitting that like button so we can get this episode in front of more people. We are on earth for a finite number of years, right? Think about that. Think about how long your grandmama lived, your great-grandmama, right? So even if your family is like mine, where my grandma, she lived to, I want to say like 90, something, maybe 89, 88, 91, something around that range, you know. Um, My great-grandmama, her mama, she lived until she was 90-something, 93, 94. Um, I could be wrong, but it's definitely 90-plus. And so... Even if 90 years feel like a long time or seem like a good amount of time to be here on this planet Earth, how is your mind and how is your body? In your younger years, did you take that time? Did you actually sacrifice an hour or two a day so you can get in the gym, so you can get a walk in, so you can jump around, get your heart rate up, a little something? You know, 
And so do that reflect itself? How, how would you want that to reflect itself in your older years? Would you want to be mobile, be able to have all your mental capacities or facilities and things like that? Or do you want to be housebound? How are you spending your time? So to get back to the timing of it all, let's say you are here for that long on earth. The earth's been around for so long that that's just a blimp in time. And what that says to me is that when we are focusing on how we are spending our time, you know, we have to be mindful of the journey. We have to actually trust that process. We can't just live for the end goal. We have to be able to believe in the impact that we are having along the way. And that's exactly what it comes down to. It comes down to impact, right? Because if you're not going to be here, what are you going to leave behind? And I say that not so we can get so much caught up in legacy, but so that we can have it at the forefront of our mind when we are thinking about how we're spending our time, when we are thinking about how we're using our resources, right? How we're connecting with our people, the experiences that we're having, the breadcrumbs that we leave behind us as we propel forward, right? Or maybe it's sometimes it's the breadcrumbs that we have to pick up for ourselves because we had to take a step or two backwards, and it's all about the timing of it all. So if, you, if you're only going to be here for a short amount of time relative to how long the earth's been here, relative to how many generations lived here, what is the impact that you are going to leave? What is the journey that you're going to facilitate? What's the journey that you are going to take to get to where you're going? And will you be mindful enough? Will you be present enough to actually trust in that journey, to actually trust in what you're doing, the tasks that you're taking on, the time that you're spending? If we're not allowing ourselves to be present enough to actually see the long-term gains that can be had based off a, a specific set of actions and then taking the time out to actually complete those actions, then we are doing ourselves a disservice. Then we are doing our families a disservice. If we're not working to get our people in position, especially if we were not born in position, we have to be more intentional with how we're spending our time because that is something that we cannot get back. And plus, we as a people, we don't really have the, what do you call it? I'm going to just say option. We don't have the option. We don't have the privilege of not knowing we don't have the privilege of being lackluster in our approach to whatever it is that we're planning on conquering right because the world is already set up with so many distractions and for so many years we've been in this place not coming together not rising up together not doing what needs to be done for our next person for the next person, for our brother, for our sister, for our families, for our communities. And that's on us. Because we can only use certain excuses for so long before we have to look inward and really understand that it is us. It is our action. It is our inaction that got us to be here and that is continuing to keep us here. We are maintaining this. And I don't want us to maintain some type of lifestyle that's not going to be conducive for future generations. Bad enough, we've been screwed over enough when it comes to politics, when it comes to business, when it comes to education, when it comes to economics. 
And so we don't have the privilege of being lackluster. We have to get to it. We have to make sure that our time is being well spent. We have to make sure that the things that we are doing throughout our day is actually working towards a better future, a better tomorrow, a better us. We have to be able to audit our time. And in auditing our time, we begin to learn ourselves a little better, a little more, a little deeper. And we get to see, okay, I spent X amount of hours on my phone, right? Now these phones, you can look at your screen time. You can even shut it down, right? At the, a certain point, you can give yourself that time limit. You dig? And so now you can say, you know what? I spent this amount of time on the internet doing nothing. And you know, the key is to be honest with yourself. You have to be honest with yourself because you know, if your phone said you've been on the, uh, on the internet for three hours or for five hours this week, you know if that week you was doing research as it pertains to where you are going or if you were just mindlessly scrolling the internet so that you don't have to do the research that pertains to where you are going, right? It's a distraction. It's keeping you busy. It's, it's, it's not, though. It's keeping your mind away from the task at hand. It's keeping your mind away from what's going to be the most efficient use of said time. And it's designed in that way. So we had to have a number of different skills to actually be able to negate all the different structures that was placed before us to keep us from moving forward. And matter of fact, I want you to think about when you are spending your time scrolling on your phone. Actually, I want to know how many of y'all are into tech? How many of y'all are into the tech sector? How many of y'all are into coding and doing things like that? Um, let me know because I'm curious because we know all these different apps and all these different user interfaces or whatever, as well as the back end of it all, what we don't see as consumers is being created by someone is being produced by someone. And what I don't want is for us to spend our times being consumers because this is already a consumer nation, right? This Nation was built on consumerism from bringing workers or capturing workers to selling that. And I don't even want to get in my bag about that because I can get into a whole bag about slavery, forced slavery, um, and how that time was spent in the money that was gained from the work that our people put in and the benefits that we did not see off of that. That benefit went to the other's children and their grandchildren and so on and so forth, right? Now, that time is something that we cannot get back. That time is something we cannot get back. We will always start the race a little further behind because of those times, right? And so I'm not, I'm not um, advocating for us to try to run through everything and try to make the most amount of money in the shortest amount of time, for instance, because when you are making a lot in a small amount of time, we know that it's risky. That's why I emphasize that we have to enjoy the journey. We have to trust and believe in the process that we set up before ourselves, because if we do not, we are bound to give up. If we do not, we are bound to have another generation that's left behind. Come and be a guest on Embezzling Creativity. The podcast is really 
It's for us. It's for us to build community. It's for us to share our knowledge and experiences. And it's for us to really push to keep our resources flowing within a tribe. Ideally, we'll have some business owners and entrepreneurs step up, some free thinkers, and we'll also have some members that are traditional and non-traditional teachers step up to enlighten us on what they've learned over the years. All the information is available at embezzlingcreativity.com. Let me learn a bit about you and what you would like to share with the tribe. Oh yeah. I'm down by the way. It's all love. Embezzling creativity. Oh. I want you to really think about this for a second. If you are trading your time for money, how much money can you get for that time? It's impossible for you to create more time in a day so you can do more work and make more money. And so you will never be able to do that by trading your time for money. You will never be able to get rich, get wealthy, acquire wealth, start building wealth if you are trading your time for money. And so we have to be able to take the time to spend the time to put our money in different things, into different assets, whether that is stocks or cryptocurrency, um, real estate, you dig what I'm saying? Starting a business that solve a problem for a particular group. You know what I mean? Um, hiring people like that. And so we would never be able to get wealthy by trading our time for money. We need to have our money working for us in some type of capacity, some type of capacity. So yeah, go ahead and invest in stocks and don't be afraid because if this is for the long term. If you're going to hold on to this for 10, 20, 30 years, if you're going to pass it down, if you intend to die with these stocks still in your family, then the sideways decade in the markets is not going to matter much, right? The market is sold as a place where you can get 7, 8% return year after year on average. And we know that after a recession, after a dip, Right after it goes down or a negative year or a low year, usually within the following year or so, it'll go up well beyond that 7%. That way, the average of 7% is still maintained. And so our generation is living in such a in-between type of time. Right, we've been seeing everything in this generation. We've been seeing everything from collapses, war, more war, <laughs> Everything down, politicians are lying to your face and they don't care because they just need the people that don't care to actually vote in their favor. And so anyway, my point is, if this if this is really about generational wealth, we really need to be intentional about the way that we are spending our time and we have to be intentional about the way that we are spending our money. And we must spend our money in a way that's going to work for us so that we don't have to have our time tied to it. If you buy Apple stocks, that means you are investing in Tim Cook. We know what their ecosystem do. We know the same about Amazon, right? When we are investing in these different companies, we understand the impact that they have not only on our country, but also on the world as a whole. And so why not bet on these people that are smarter than us, that have more resources than us? 
that already have their different infrastructures in place. Why not invest in those companies? Because we know those companies are going to go up and we don't have to work for it. Only thing we have to do is invest every week, every two weeks or every month into those different stocks. And that's not like us trading our time, which is the purpose. We cannot build wealth by trading our time for money. And so we have to have that money work for us. Why not invest in some of these bigger companies that's going to be around? And we don't even have to be, we don't have to be the one to come up with the next idea for that company. Go ahead. They got it. They got teams of engineers and developers and things like that. So we don't have to stress about it. We can let our money work for us within those companies because it is their responsibility to keep that company afloat so that the economy can be afloat especially when we're talking about a company as big as apple right and so we have to really be spending our time in a in a intentional type of way and that's really what i want to emphasize in this whole episode i know the burden of having a product or a service that can help your tribe but not having a bullhorn loud enough for them to hear it together we can solve that problem with video video is the tool needed to amplify your message get in front of the right audience and to scale your business i want to help you to develop and implement these assets so that you can get the greatest return on your investment it all starts with the digital business card visit domdigital.com and submit the discovery form i'll see you soon we have to be intentional about the way that we are spending our time we have to be intentional about the way that we are spending our money we have to be intentional about what we want for the future what we want for our children and our grandchildren and we have to be sure that we are actually working towards those goals so that they are not starting from zero even if we don't make it to that bigger goal our journey our process it will allow for us to leave impact and that's really the greatest goal of it all, to have that impact on ourselves, on our families, on our communities. And one of the ways for us to get there is to actually audit our time so we can be sure that we are moving forward in the right direction and towards what we need and not just what we want, that we have the discipline to get the things done that needs to get done, even if we don't feel like it internally, even after that motivation fades. We got to be able to get it done because it's not about us and our time. Our time is so precious. We will never, ever, ever get it back. If I decide not to put out this episode, the time that I spent recording it, I will never get it back. And so with all of that being said, I want to thank you for sticking around in this episode of Embezzling Creativity. I am your host here. And I am also the founder of Dime Digital Media, where we connect business owners with their ideal clients through the use of videos and video podcasts. And I go by the name of Dime Witherspoon. You're done! Yes, 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 yes. Now, before I go, remember, the goal is to turn obstacles into opportunities. So if you were able to take anything at all away from this episode... Please share with a friend who may be able to take something away from it as well. As usual, it's all love, y'all. And this is Embezzling Creativity. Embezzling Creativity. Oh.